Kevin Moore. Hi, this is Shaw Williams. And welcome to Fashion Decipher. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the evolution of Fashion Week, especially with the changes that are about to happen with the menswear shows. Fashion Week is so exciting, you know, and it, and it brings a lot of money to New York City when it's here. So, I mean, it's, it's something that not only that everyone gets involved with because people get dressed up and go to the city to be fo uh, photographed wherever the fashion shows are being held, but people get very excited. And, you know, I look forward to the photos that are on social media to see what people are wearing. Exactly. Like the first of the two major collection showings are coming. Mm -hmm. Fashion Week is fast approaching at NYC for nine days from February 8th to February 16th. Hordes of chic beasts will be in Gotham to check out the most recent trends. Continue the tradition of New York being the first stop of the big four major fashion weeks in the only non-Europe setting, followed by London, which would be February 16th to the 20th, Milan, which would be the 21st of February to the 27th, and last but not least, Paris, Paris <laughs> from February 27th to March 6th. Definitely. And these events seem like they existed for eons, but honestly, that's not the case. There's there wasn't a Neolithic chic era. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Unless you count bearskins. <laughs> Although of the three of the big four venues, New York was the first to use the term fashion week. Although it is true that Paris had pirate shows in the eighteen hundreds, but they were not organized. The first known fashion show in New York was in Heinrich Brothers Department Store in nineteen oh three. Ah yes. I bought my first pair of red bottoms from there. <laughs> you weren't alive, Kevin, I swear. You're Listen, ridiculous. you don't know my life. You're See, ridiculous. Seeing the success of this event, other stores quickly followed suit. And by quickly, I mean it took four decades. Damn, that's a long time. Yep, 40 That's more. like one of those, like, real fast, real that's quick. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 40 more years before fashion shows, exhibitions would become officially events held during a particular time of the year. And even then, I don't believe there was a central location. You know, that didn't happen until 1993 with 7th on 6th, you know, an event named after the event management company. Um, you know, do you know the name of the event management company was? Oh, I'm going to go with 7th on the 6th. Yeah, 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 pretty yeah. easy. <laughs> <laughs> now, London, the British Fashion Council became the London version in 1984. Mm -hmm. Milan began their version in 1958. 58, it was formed by the National Chamber of Italian Fashions. Um, pronounce um, Camera Nazionale della Moda Italiano. I, was, I, don't, I don't know, is that right? It sounds right oh, to okay. me. <laughs> However, some of the major designers still do independent shows to this day. Right. And then there is Paris. Oh, Paris. They actually have two fashion weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, too much clothes to be contained in just one week. Show off. <laughs> Collections are divided into. Hawk couture, or simply high fashion, or ready to wear, or complicatedly pret-a-porter. Pret-a-porter. Yes. Um, the couture fashion week began in 1947. However, um, the shows that we know today and love actually created in 1973 by the Triple F. What? You know, the Triple F. The French Fashion Federation. Oh, those are the traditional fashion venues in time. And by traditional, clearly I mean men's, I mean women's wear. <laughs> There's a schedule for men's fashion. I wouldn't necessarily call them weeks as they last but a few days. However, they exist. Mm -hmm. London this year was January 6th to the 8th. Milan was January 13th to the 16th. Paris would be from the 17th of January to the 21st. And in New York, one of the few that kind of merges the dates is on February 5th to February 8th. Eighth. Come on, pity, pity almost popping or it's lit. <laughs> I don't know which one is right, correct, but it's hot. But those exclusive men fashion events could be a thing in the past. 
Mm, now yeah. some designers have begun to merge their shows, showcasing the women's wear along with the men's. I wonder how well that's going to do this year. We'll see. It's going to be unique, I'll tell you that. The orange of this trend was evident with Vivian Westwood's collection in the Fall Winter Show of uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, during that show, she had men's wearing gowns, and a year later, um, followed it up by women wearing oversized suits. Cue to RuPaul. That's right. You work. That's right. Da, 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 da. Vitamins took that example and officially ran with it in 2016. In the article, Gucci Will Shake Up the Fashion Show, Steph Yorkov wrote that Vitamins made waves when it announced that it was pulling out of Women's Fashion Week in March and October in favor of showing its collection during Men's Fashion Week in January and June. This newness isn't actually that new at all. Mm. In that same article, it stated that designer Alexandro Michel has in fact always presented his men's and women's collections together so this is a very natural progression maintaining two separate disconnected calendars has been a result of tradition rather than practicality that's true I mean there's a lot of androgyny so they, they tend to have been blurring the lines Alessandro has been with Gucci yeah many labels are doing this but why let me explain. Explain to me. So, in the article, <laughs> Our Mixed Gender Shows the End of Men's Fashion by Kate Abnett, it states that for brands, mixed gender shows have some advantages. First, there are the costs saved by hosting one show rather than two. Of course. Some designers also conceive their men's and women's collections from the same ideas and inspirations, so mm -hmm. showing them together makes sense from a creative standpoint. And in some stores, men's wear and women's wear are merchandised together. Mm. So it's helpful for buyers to view them together on the runway. You know, cost is such an important when you think of this equation. The theatrics of these shows, they ain't cheap. Mm -mm. You know, you have to rent the venues, pay the models, book the flights, the rooms, pay salaries per show. So you do the math. You know, you have two sexes with two major seasons, each in four venues. That is 16 shows. So I don't blame them for trying to shrink the expense. Yep. In an article, Caroline Rush, chief executive officer, excuse me, British Fashion Council, was asked her opinion on the shift in shows. She explained that having designers question preconceived notions of gender and simply recognizing that menswear collections are appealing to a female consumer is a trend that continues. Yeah, that's not new though. Hip hop always did that. Women wear uh, men's clothes all the time. TLC. Uh, and there you go. As mentioned earlier, Vivian Westwood toyed with the idea a few years ago and now is going full steam ahead. In an article, Vivian Westwood is the latest designer to combine her women's and men's collection. The fashion house echoed the same line of reasoning by Carolyn Rush and used by Alessandro when talking about the change by stating, it also stems from a new business strategy to simplify the Vivian Westwood message and streamline its portfolio. That means the labels Vivian Westwood Red Label and Man will no longer exist. Bye -bye. Instead, <laughs> they will combine under Vivian Westwood a main line. By presenting both the mass mainline collections in January, Westwood hopes to give buyers a clearer vision on the collections before the sales begin. That's good. Yeah. That is actually a good idea. I mean, some fashion houses have chosen this route due to the change in consumer buying habits. Mm -hmm. Today's consumer wants what they have seen on the runways immediately. Speed to market. So the switch will assist the fashion houses, and Gucci will shake up the fashion system. In that article, um, the... The people that have run in Gucci said that more time to create and pursue larger buys from retailers since their women's wear would now arrive at the same time as pre-collections, mm -hmm. which traditionally stay on the sales floor longer than spring or fall lines. It's because of the closeness with the designs that logically they should be released together. So with the merging of the collections and decreasing events, 
What does that mean to the Fashion Week experience? What? What, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> in, an, in an article, Seven Major Changes for the Fall 2018 Menswear Collection by Emily Farah, she observed the latest Men's Fashion Week, and there are some noteworthy gasps. Uh, largely left by brands who, who are leaving the men's calendar to host combined shows during the ready-to-wear season. She also added that APC will not show their menswear collection either. Jean Tarteau has decided to combine his men's and women's collection into one presentation during Paris Fashion Week next month. Mm-hmm. So last, it's happening. It's happening. I mean, last season labels such as Brioni, Cavalli, and Calvin Klein, just to name a few, opted out of having menswear shows in Milan. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a chasm is being created by all of the merging. Yeah. Like with large business mergings, you have to get rid of one of Fred's from accounting. Mm. Bye-bye, Freddie. You out. Take the severance package on your way out. Peace. Mm-hmm. So we switching things up. Okay, but when? We encroaching on Women's Week or Men's Week? What's up? <laughs> article called Are Men's Gender Shows the End of Men's Fashion Week by Kate Abnett um, and Joss and Ja Perkoswitz, I don't even know if I said his name correctly, mm-hmm. but is the co-founder of Messaging. He he said if the schedule does shift to the dates of men's, which would be better for better for women buyers as well, then we will have to consider the economic and logistical repercussions of the move. New York, Milan, Paris, hotels are already packed. Not to mention the show's venues. Having both sides of the industry in the same cities at the same time would be very hard to navigate. So will there be enough cars to hire enough hotel rooms enough seats who gets precedence i would say uber or lyft probably <laughs> i mean in that same article tim blank's editor at large the business of fashion said that we're looking at rationalization on so many levels right now and everyone shown on the men's timings in january and june would seem to be quite insensible one mm. so i guess it looks like those schedules based on what people are saying will have a better impact than the switching to the women's time mm-hmm. i mean when you shake up tradition the effects have a ripple effect but it appears that the men's fashion week calendar, at least according to Mr. Peskowitz and Blanks, would be more beneficial to fashion houses and consumers. What say you? Um, all may not be lost. You know, <laughs> we have to start screaming GPS. Reroute. <laughs> Reroute. <laughs> all, all the years, and I mean all them, not all of them, <laughs> all them years, are of catwalk practice will not be lost. There is still a need for the traditional men's week fashion shows. Yeah, in all mixed gender shows to end the men's fashion weeks by Kate Abnett, she stated that Stephen Cole, um, the president and CEO of CFDA, said mm-hmm. in regards to the men's fashion week, but it has a valid purpose, and I don't see that going away. There are so many brands that are singularly men's, which feed off the trade show schedule and see the value of being in the market. There is still a validity of New York Fashion Week, men's in terms of feeding talent that is new and young. Mm. Vanessa Freeman, fashion director and chief, and chief fashion critic of the New York Times, also expressed the importance of men's shows. However, brands that sell only menswear will still need an outlet and a fashion week of their own. So, you know, and it, it doesn't make sense for them to show during Women's Week. Yeah, so, conclusion, I would say men ain't going naked. <laughs> Some labels in the past to appease the consumers would do collections during the interim seasons, you know, mm-hmm. pre-fall and resort. Right. Some labels might go that route to right the wrong being done to Men's Fashion Week being encroached upon. Balenciago, the brand, will debut its first pre-fall collection in its Rue de Service showroom on February, January 19th. Mm. As we say that, 
recently in an article, Balenciaga combining women's and men's runway shows on FashionUnited.com, <laughs> beginning with the autumn winter 2018 collection, which will show at Paris Fashion Week in March. The brand will combine their men's wear and women's wear collection to show at the same time. And Ferragamo will, will combine their men's and women's collection in Milan. Hmm. So you giveth and taketh. That ain't right, though. So the tide is turning towards this be become the norm, but I am not convinced the exclusive men's shows will totally disappear. Yeah. Susie Minkins, ed editor-at-large at Vogue, said it best. So I don't know how you divide those up. But I say leave more room, more space for genuine menswear companies and combine the others. I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Menswear deserves a place in Fashion Week mm -hmm. and we ain't going away until we have our say. <laughs> and I think it's just as important. So I feel like they should not try to uh, merge the two. I don't feel like they should water down Men's Week. I think it's an event in itself. So, I mean, I personally think that they should continue to have their own men's week, not to say that they shouldn't be put together, mm -hmm. um, but but I do feel that it should be their own event and it should be important to them. And I think that's, and I, and I think even just for the brands that serve only men, it's important yes. for them to have their own shows. Maybe they could find a middle ground, like mm -hmm. company that sell both, then you could combine yours. But the men's warehouse, let them do what they, and I don't mean men's warehouse, like, you know, <laughs> you're going to look your best. <laughs> Not that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The men's wears that sell um, strictly men clothes Clothing, that have their sword and Bruni, as you mentioned before. Exactly. Right. So for Fashion Decipher, I am Kevin Moore. And I am Sean. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. We out. Hey guys, make sure you visit our website, fashionandcypher.com, to get a visual on what we are talking to you about. Check out pics from events, of guest speakers, and exhibits. If you miss anything we post, you can visit our archives page. Also, while you're there, hit that subscribe button, leave your email, and if you like, a comment. Tell us what you think or what you would want to hear on an upcoming episode. Don't forget to follow and friend Fashion Decipher on social media. Check out what we're up to. Speak, Speak with, with you, you next, next week. week.